Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my brothers and sisters in Islam. Welcome back to Islamica, the platform and the show which is available for you at home to call and ask your questions. And inshallah ta'ala, we're going to carry on inshallah ta'ala taking the questions and we'll try to answer your questions according to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we have a caller on the line inshallah ta'ala. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Uh, yes, I, just, I just want to ask you that uh, when I do Tahajjud Salah, sometimes, like say for jury, 6 o'clock, I finish Tahajjud like 6 or 3, 6 or 4. You, Is it you, okay you, or not? You finish Tahajjud. Why don't you finish before 6? Because I'm on the Sajjud or I'm praying, so I don't realize. No problem, inshallah. That's fine. That's okay. fine because even as well, I will add to your information as well that the and related to the Tahajjud Salah uh, that uh, or the Fajr Salah is not always 100% accurate, it is on time, which is even five, six minutes after it could be. So that's fine, inshallah ta'ala. But try to finish before six to the best of your ability, inshallah ta'ala. Is that clear, my sister? Yes, that's another question. Uh, how do you encourage teen, a teenager who used to pray regularly? But now she is not praying regularly. Maybe try to study pressure. Well, try your best, inshallah ta'ala, to advise and to be nice and to be good to them to the best of your ability. And as well, give them, show them good example. Make dua for them. Whenever you pray, call them to pray with you and so on and so forth. That's what you can do, inshallah ta'ala. That's something you can you can do in, in order to help, inshallah ta'ala, our youngsters to, to pray regularly. Yeah, but any, any hadith or anything to encourage her to pray? Like yeah, for, yeah for example, yeah, there are different things to say, for example, the first thing that the person will be questioned in the day of judgment is their salah, the five daily prayer. So if the person is, is has done it properly, then it will be amongst the successful one. So that's why it's not something which is, and at the same time, the Messenger of Allah as well warned against those who doesn't pray. And Allah has mentioned in the Quran, Wail is like a valley in the hellfire for those ones who are being busy from praying the Salah on time. So that's why you, it's between both. You should remind, remind and encourage and at the same time warn. There is a consequence because when they reach teenager, they are mature in, in the, in the uh, you know, from Islamic perspective and they are blameworthy and they are rewarded if they are done something good and if they are done something bad as well, they are blameworthy when they reach the age of puberty. Yeah, yeah. Understand. But anything, you know, rather than saying the punishment-wise, I want to encourage that there's reward, and they encourage it more. Yeah, no problem. Both. You need to do both. Both. Yeah, the so encouraging. Hadith there, there's a lot of rewards, a lot of barakah. Yes, a lot of reward, a lot of barakah, and Allah has mentioned in the Quran. Uh, there are many ayat, ayat of the Quran. Allah will not punish them as long as Allah will give them, and whomever remember Allah, from those who remember Allah, Allah mentioned ayat in the Quran. Uh, those who remember Allah a lot from the men and the women, Allah has praised them. Allah mentioned in the Quran, Qad aflah al mu'minun, those who are uh, the, the believers that are successful ones, uh, that Allah has mentioned about them, those one who are praying on time, they, pray, they are looking after taking care of their prayer, and so on and so forth. And as well, the hadith of the Prophet وسلم, uh, mentioned as well that the reward of the person, that the, the five daily prayer, that equivalent to 50 times in reward.
So there are a lot of hadith as well encouraging. In the same time as well, we shouldn't neglect as well the warning side because they have to understand because this is how, how they are. Even if they have done something good in the school, they will be rewarded. If they have done something bad, they will be punished in the school. We're talking about the schools. So the same thing, you have this concept, it's there in our nature. So we have to bring both sides. The reward and as well there's a consequence as well for the uh, for doing it or not doing it. Is that clear, my sister? And anyway, my brothers and sisters, as, as, as I mentioned to you uh, before, that, uh, that there are things, especially when, when dealing with our youngsters, when dealing with our children, uh, we have to understand that we should encourage them generally to do the righteous deeds. And in the same time as well, we have to tell them and to teach them about as well the consequence of their, for example, if they are not doing it or if they are not fulfilling the, uh, if they are not fulfilling the rights of Allah Taala. So we have to always make sure that we we make we'll tell them the exact message of Islam, and we should educate them about what is Islam is about. Like for example, uh, that we should know that Allah has sent all the prophets and messengers of Allah for this. Allah stated in the Quran, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created mankind nor the jinn except for my worship, for the worship of Allah So we should upbring our children that you are here, is your existence is to worship Allah Part of worshiping Allah is first day to submit your will to his will ta'ala. part of the worship of Allah as well to uh, to pray the five daily prayer to fast the month of Ramadan to do the Hajj to do if you are able to do so to pay the zakat etc and as well part of our worship as well to take care of ourselves taking care of our families those are part of the worship of Allah ta'ala. so we should always do whatever we can in order to continue worshiping Allah ta'ala and to fulfill our duties to Allah ta'ala. And in the same time as well, my brothers and sisters, in the same time, my brothers and sisters as well, we should as well improve our relationship with our youngsters. How we can improve our relationship with our youngsters? By, uh, by, by for example, do some kind of extra activities, different things together. As family, as a parents, as a carers, we should do something to them in order for them to improve our relationship, inshallah ta'ala. We have, as a city, we have some questions that came to us by the WhatsApp, inshallah ta'ala. And uh, we can, inshallah ta'ala, what uh, the first question which came, uh, which is on the WhatsApp. <coughs> so the question is, if someone having an irregular bleeding, can they uh, do, uh, for example, can they join the prayer in order they cannot repeat the wudu? Which is the irregular bleeding that, especially for women, we need to know uh, that is this irregular bleeding, is it part of your menses or is it not part of your menses? If it's part of your menses, then you cannot pray on that time. But if you have, if you know when is your menses, when is your menses cycle, and this bleeding is beyond your menses cycle, then in that case, it's called istihada. Those are the bleeding which is outside during your period. And the woman, they should do during that time. The best thing is to, uh, that she has two choices. The first choice is to, after finishing her cycle, of course, she has to take shower to start praying. Even if the if the bleeding continues, this irregular breathing continues, it doesn't matter. She should continue. She should start and resume praying. Now she has one of the two choices. The first choice is to make ghusl, uh, like on, on, on Fajr Salah and pray Fajr, making ghusl towards the end of Dhuhr Salah, and then she can join Dhuhr and Asr together to join them, to pray them together. 
and she can as well to pray uh, to make ghusl towards the uh, end of time of Maghrib or towards the end of time of Maghrib to make ghusl and then she can join Maghrib and Isha together she can do it this is this is one this one solution the other solution that uh, for every single prayer she has to go to the toilet she has to wash herself properly clean herself properly wash herself then after that um, uh, uh, put a pad or something that you know to protect her then after that to uh, to make wudu and to make wudu for every salah to do the same thing for every salah to make wudu and instantly go pray for the following salah do, does the same thing going to toilet clean herself uh, properly and as well putting a pad making wudu directly and go pray directly without delaying and then even if she bled while uh, while praying it doesn't harm her inshallah ta'ala and it doesn't harm the prayer because this irregular thing that it is out of her control she's in the choice in either either of them inshallah ta'ala is valid for her inshallah ta'ala to do it <coughs> now the following question is how to improve our intention we improve our intention by doing more of our uh, of our uh, deeds or the, our worship which is which is not exposed to, uh, to the others for example to do many voluntary fasting you don't need to go around no one will know especially in winter no one will know if you are fasting or not you don't need to tell no one just just do that and that could this will improve inshallah ta'ala your intention as well to do to do more of qiyam al-layl you don't need to tell everyone i do qiyam al-layl you just do it pray qiyam al-layl inshallah ta'ala this to improve our intention so these hidden from the people these hidden active worship which is hidden from the people and only exposed to Allah it will improve our intention and to pay the sadaqat which is the sadaqah and uh, in, in, in secret which the, your right hand your left hand doesn't know what your right hand has gave and that shows as well to give it in uh, you don't need to tell no one just give it as anonymous no one knows that who give etc you give it to to the best and give it and then do not uh, uh, ask uh, do not tell no one and do not mention no one do even uh, do not mention this to no one try to do this the more you do from the uh, from the righteous deeds which is uh, where the people they didn't know it then the more inshallah ta'ala your intention will be rectified the more you can be closer to Allah ta'ala and that's something which is an advice in the same time as well we should always challenge our 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 nafs and our shaitan and our desire so do not be put off from your from your bad intention to do to do the good the good things for example to say i don't want to go to the masjid because the people they will know i go to the masjid etc i don't want to be praised for this let me pray at home no you are defeated by by your nafs and act you have to defeat it by whenever things that you to do it in public no problem do it in public and fight yourself so it doesn't matter what the people sees you always have your relation with Allah and always know that Allah is seeing Allah is watching you Allah wants the best for you inshallah and carry on inshallah to do it in this way so those are the things to improve your intention and of course making dua that Allah to rectify your affairs to and to rectify your uh, your deeds and rectifying the deeds is through having the best intentions in relation to our to our deeds so these things that you can do it inshallah ta'ala and we have a caller inshallah ta'ala hello assalamu alaikum yes sister how can i help um if you have adult children that are far away from the um and you're not sure about you know whether they have iman or not but they do pray if i tell them to pray with me what do you mean they don't have iman like what yani do are they muslims yeah 
Okay, so that means they have minimum of Imam, they have Islam. The second thing, do they pray with you? Do they have, do they pray with you? Yeah, if I ask them, yes. Okay, alhamdulillah, that's good. So keep encouraging them, keep asking them to pray, remind them to pray, and that's it, inshallah. That's Allah says in the Quran, Reminding, remind, barely the reminder will benefit the believers. So keep reminding them, and that's how it is, that's how, this, this how it is. It, it is something that you must constantly do in order, inshallah, for you to uh, get the uh, the reward first and as well for them to improve their relation with Allah Taala. Keep encouraging them and as well encouraging them by rewarding them, giving them whatever, something like from time to time celebrate things for them, like cakes, things like that. Whenever they achieve something, if they did, if they prayed the full week, for example, with no any cuts, with no any, for example, or majority of the week. Yeah. Adult children, not, uh, not teenagers. Okay, those are adult children. Okay, same mm -hmm. thing, sister. You encourage them by as well reminding them first to pray and as well to praise it because all of us as a human being, we love to be praised for doing something good. Let's say, for example, let's say, for example, to mention to them, let's try ourselves to have this uh, for the whole week. We don't stop praying, we pray. And then after that, to say, Alhamdulillah, we have achieved this. Let's do something together. And to praise them, that's, that's something that you can do, inshallah and keep encouraging them, that's what you can do. Making dua that Allah to rectify their affairs and to make them firm upon the deen and, and teach them as well to try to go to the masjid whenever they can, to try to do other more charities, do charities on their behalf, things like this, inshallah ta'ala. Yeah, and, and also, um, I heard um, that someone tell me a hadith to the nearest meaning, something that of the effect that it children are brought upon river, then um, you see uh, there'll be a lot of fitna or they will with other parents obviously be then the hellfire is for it. But, but in the same time, as well, that of course the parents are blameworthy, but in the same time, uh, you know, if the children, they, if, they, if they rectify their affairs, if they become closer to Allah, then it, it, you know, these things not necessarily is always the case. So it's generally the case if the person, he himself is away from the deen, making sure that his children is away from the deen, and when his children become away from the deen, he's blameworthy, and they are blameworthy for not searching for the truth, etc. When they find the truth, they have to follow the truth, regardless whatever their forefathers they have done. We have, for example, many reverts in this country and other countries who brought up by different things. You know, they came from different backgrounds. Even some of them, they came, some of them, they came from horrible backgrounds. So what happens? What uh, even some Muslims as well, they were brought up from, came from horrible backgrounds. And I'm saying, I'm saying horrible backgrounds in terms of the bringing they were not in a, they came uh, like they have a kind of uh, parents who are away from Allah even uh, opposing uh, Allah etc so and yet Allah brought them to Islam and they became mashallah good Muslims so this is as Allah the guidance first from Allah ta'ala second as well you should make dua that Allah to rectify them and to bring them closer to him ta'ala and in the same time as well you do your best whatever you can inshallah ta'ala to uh, to encourage them to do right, to be righteous, inshallah. Like, for example, try to do Umrah together. 
make sure to say let's do let's go umrah all of us together and maybe within this umrah allah Azza maybe will uh, will uh, you know will, will 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 make their heart you know closer to him and and then they may they may change and i found many people who went to umrah subhanallah it changed it's a life-changing journey so do that inshallah ta'ala together as a family if you are able to do that inshallah is that clear, my sister? Yeah, we did that, but they're still very far away from me. They just have no... Make dua, sister, what you do? Make dua, inshallah, make dua. And that, that's all. May Allah guide them, may Allah rectify them, may Allah, may Allah bring them closer to him, tabarak wa ta'ala. This is what you can do. There is no much things that you can do, sister. May Allah make it easy for you, sister. Alright. Okay, now the question is what is the niyyah to make for the ghusl? The niyyah is just only you wanted to, uh, if the ghusl, if you have, um, if you are obliged to make ghusl, like for example, janaba uh, or when the women finishing their menses or things like that. Uh, or someone embraces Islam, then they have to, do, to take ghusl. Just only a shower of purification, making sure that you uh, um, you start by saying Bismillah, wash your private area, the front, the back, wash your hands and make wudu properly, and then to wash the right hand side of the body, the left hand side of the body, rinse the water properly on your on your head and all the way down, and then wash your feet. This is the this is the ghusl. You don't need to say I intend to do ghusl such and such. You don't need to say any of these things. The the same thing for the voluntary ghusl, you know you're doing it for voluntary, like for example the ghusl of Friday or the ghusl of Eid, etc. Then you may just do it as simple as that, just to uh, say Bismillah, same thing, exactly the same ghusl, the same as the obligation one. Hopefully, inshallah ta'ala, that clarifies, inshallah ta'ala. And do we have other questions, inshallah? Okay, the question is, do you do wudu first or then in the ghusl or the ghusl first? It's actually, the Prophet this is his sunnah, to do it in this way. Firstly, you go to the shower, for example. Say, Bismillah, wash your private area, the front, the back properly. Then wash your hands. Then make wudu, proper wudu. And after making the wudu, and when it comes, because when you work the wudu, you rinse your mouth, your nose, you wash your face, you wash your arms, all the way to the elbows. When it comes to the head, instead of you know just only uh, wiping over the head, it's washing the head and to, to wash it properly because the, because you delayed the washing the feet towards the end. You don't need to wash the feet in the beginning to wash the feet towards the end and wash your head properly and then to wash the right hand side of the body, wash left hand side of the body. Yeah, properly, making sure that you rub all over the body. And then after that, rinse the water on your head and making sure that it reaches all your body at least three times if it's if you're pouring it. And if you are under a shower, you just do it properly, making sure that the water reaches all your body. And then after that, wash your feet. And then you come out from the shower. That's as simple as that. This is how it is. And it covers the ghusl and wudu, which means you don't need to do wudu again. So it, is, it starts like this. What about if someone just washed his body the ghusl, intention to ghusl, dipped himself in the water, making sure he rinse his mouth and nose, and then that's it. Then it is valid. He doesn't need to do wudu because the ghusl covers the wudu. Hopefully that answer, inshallah ta'ala. We have, alhamdulillah, we have covered all the questions, alhamdulillah, on the WhatsApp and as well on the, 
on the calls. May Allah accept from us and you, my brothers and sisters. It was a very pleasant time, alhamdulillah, spending it to answer your questions. May Allah accept from us and you. And may Allah reward those brothers and sisters who called and asked the questions in order to benefit themselves as well, to remove ignorance about certain things. And, within, about, and that's something which is important. And as well, removing ignorance from others as well, because many people benefiting, inshallah ta'ala, you are, by your question, you are participating in helping other people to get educated about their deen, about their, their faith. May Allah reward you all, my brothers and sisters. May Allah increase us all in knowledge and iman. May Allah unite us all with our messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions in Jannatul Firdaus. And Jazakumullah khair, all my brothers and sisters. We'll see you, we'll see you inshallah ta'ala next week. Subhanakallahum bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa and nastaghfiruk an tubu alayk. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. أيها الذين آمنوا أطيعوا الله وأطيعوا الرسول وأولي الأمر منكم فإن تنازعتم في شيء فردوه إلى الله والرسول إن كنتم تؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر